Who knew there were so many different ways to journal as a key tool to heal inside and out? Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back to our Heal Inside and Out listeners. Today, um, I'm super excited about this topic because this is something that has served my healing so well. And this is something that we've touched on in other episodes as one way, Dina, you and I have both used this tool in our healing and Marla is going to join us again as a special guest and uses it in her own context as well. Because again, we've said this before, I believe we're all healing, right? Mm -hmm. So this tool is journaling. For some people, it excites them. For some people, it overwhelms them. For some people, it's like not a chance. (laughs) And yeah, and I think that when you say that, that word journaling, I think it means so many different things. It brings up so many different things for everyone. So I want to start with you, Dina, and say, mm-hmm. what does it bring up for you? And and how do you do it? Because I know you do do it. <laughs> yes, but you are correct. At first, it scared the hell out of me, to be honest with you. I never journaled before, to be honest with you. I was like, ah, who's got time to journal? All right. Little did I know how beneficial it was going to be during my breast cancer journey. And now I I just, I am going to be very forthcoming. Do I do it every single day? No, I have to be honest, but I do do it the majority of the weeks, like the days of the weeks. So sometimes I do it four times a week. Sometimes I do it five times a week. But I do do something every single night. So I'm going to kind of explain what I do. So I know that there are a lot of people out there that say that journaling should be done within the first 30 minutes, 45 minutes you wake up. That's not me. One of the first things I do when I wake up is, of course, go to the bathroom, (laughs) brush my teeth, get my workout clothes on, and I go to the gym. I journal when I come back and why I'm working out, I'm thinking about certain things. Okay. So when I come back, I don't even take a shower. I go straight into my room, which is my office. And I have a nice comfy chair and I have a beautiful journal that Maggie, you bought me, (laughs) which I love. And I journal, I write for about 20 minutes. Sometimes it's a little less, sometimes it's up to 30 minutes, but for the most part, it's about 20 minutes. It's a page or two. And it's not full sentences. It's really, truly just getting out what's bothering me. 
And it doesn't make sense to anybody. And that's okay because it only makes sense to me. And that's what's the most important thing about it. And what I write about is all my emotions. And I love the fact that we're talking about journaling after our podcast, the one prior was about emotions. And one of the things that keeps coming up for me that I journal about more than once is I'm going to give an example. I can't remember certain things. My memory isn't what it used to be because of my chemo and getting older. So I need to write things down. But if I ask a specific person something and they turn around and say to me, well, I told you that. How come you didn't remember that? It just makes me feel worthless. So what I'll do is I'll write every bad word out there. Why are they talking to me like this? You know, all these kinds of stuff. And I'm like, wait a second. This reminds me of being once again made fun of when I was a child. And then I truly flip it. I always talk about flipping the switch and I flip it and I say, okay, Dina, you have to write things down. Dina, it's okay that they say that. This is what you're going to say the next time somebody says that to you. So I'll write it out, you know? And then sometimes I laugh about it because it's silly on how I'm writing all these curse words or whatever I'm writing down at the moment, you know? And I get it out because if I don't get it out on paper, it'll sit with me all day and I'll think about it and I'll think about that person. And I'll be like, I'm like, I'm like a bear that didn't eat yet, you know, and I'm just so mad, you know, but it actually calms me down after I write it, you know, and what I do at night, which is something I just truly love to do. And I learned this. Um, actually, when I was going through my health and life certifications, I write at night before I go to bed, three things, what I laughed about, one thing that I laughed about during the day, what I accomplished, it could be the smallest things. I got to go grocery shopping, whatever it is. And the third thing is, what am I grateful for? It could be just one word, my girls, my health my husband, whatever it might be, or I write a sentence, but that's how I journal. And there are many, many different ways to journal. And I know Maggie, you have your way as well. Yes. And I'm guessing your way has evolved like mine and it continues yes. to evolve, right? So Absolutely. 100%. That's what I love about that. And, and I, I love also how yours has helped you move through emotions. Like you said, in our last episode, we talked about that as being a huge thing. And I definitely use it as a way to move through my emotions as well. Mm-hmm. And I have a like three different core thing, core ways that I journal at this time. One of them is my what if practice. And it's sort of like you're flipping the switch, which mm-hmm. we've talked, we both talked about that, but I have, um, I write, the date on open up my journal, I write the date and then I write, I want dot, dot, dot. And this is something I want hmm. to happen. And most often I base it on something I'm worried about or fearful about or stressed about or overwhelmed about whatever, something that I want the ideal outcome to be. So that's my flip 
And Mm -hmm. it can be anything from literally just the, well, not that this is minor because some days it's major, (laughs) (laughs) as simple as the joint pain in my hand. I want the joint pain in my hand to be less today or to be gone today or whatever. Or it could be up to, I want my newly renovated kitchen. I mean, it it runs the (laughs) gamut, right? But then the next thing that I do is I write out, I will, dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. And that is sort of my accountability piece of what am I going to do to move towards that? Because sometimes we need to either think about it more, we need to let go of the worry if it was a flip from a worry. So I write down, I will. And in the case of the joint pain, for example... I, I will take my, I take this Arnicare for my joint pain and my beet pills, which are natural things I use for that. So I will take my stuff and trust that it's going to minimize the pain and trust being the big word there. And then for the kitchen renovation, that's a whole other set of I wills, right? (laughs) My husband has to join me in that one sometimes. (laughs) But this Mm. truly helps me set the tone for a proactive mindset versus just jumping into reacting to my day. So I I really love it. And like, even in the kitchen example, sometimes I'll take more time to journal that out and imagine what it looks like. So I'll explore that in my mind to dream it out a little bit more and, you know, put it out in the universe because I love to do that. So... (laughs) That's that's my first way. The other way, I sometimes just write down questions that I want to know an answer to, and I just journal out possible answers or whatever comes to me. And that question okay. and answer thing really helps me explore some things like why is it hard for me to let go of working too much? Like why, why do I feel this desire to always perform or some of those things? And then I'll just journal out what comes to mind. That's my Q and a one. And then I have a free form (laughs) method that I love to do. That's really just, if I do meditate for Mm -hmm. a period of time and journal after on whatever comes to me or all my Oracle cards, and then a specific card might speak to me. And I just journal out what, what came to my mind. So those are my big three ways. And um, again, it evolves. And right. It's, it's so true on how it just evolves. Like you're sitting here speaking about this and I'm like, yeah, when I talk about what I want that response to be, like the example that I gave, mm-hmm. I actually write the words I'm asking for patience, mm. words of wisdom, you know, calmness if this should resurface again kind of thing. I love that. I love that. So I get I get what you're saying about I want, I will, the questions, the answers, and the free forming. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. So Marla, I'm just good. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say, Marla. (laughs) Well I I was gonna say what you just said, Dina. I do something very similar to that in that in that I will write out I also am my first journaling style is to write out situations that have created an intense emotional reaction to me, or I'm regretting how I reacted to a situation. Mm-hmm. And, and what I actually am working on now, cause I have teenagers at home. And so there are things that tend to 
come on repeat, it seems like um, <laughs> scenarios that it's like, oh, that wasn't my finest parenting response. How about I try something different? And I will really, uh, I've started to write out the script of, okay, if I was my yeah. best self, what did I want to say in that moment? And so if mm-hmm. that situation comes up again, I feel like I did say it at some point mm-hmm. because now I've written it all out. It's processed in my head. And now I'm like, okay, if my son comes and says, or my daughter come and say, well, it's not fair that you're not letting us do X, Y, or Z. Why can't we go to that event? All of my friends get to go. How come I don't get to? And, you know, in my worst parenting moments, like, because I said so, or I don't care what they get to do. (laughs) I'm your parent, you know, kind of thing. Yes. I remember those days. (laughs) now I'm trying to work through oh that must feel very frustrating that you feel other people get to and and I'm saying no can we talk about why it's so important to you and I can explain why I am having a reaction of no to this particular ask and so it's just more um it allows for less conflict and more conversation and so I want to get out you know exactly what I would want to say I, I feel Sometimes I feel like I'm a slow processor in the moment, or I just feel like my reaction is very quick. And then it's like, oh, why did I just do like, I don't have a good pause button sometimes (laughs) or that I need that extra time to sort of think through it. And, and okay, I I can give it another direction. I can think about it in a different light. And so, so I love that. that. Uh, And before you go on to another way, Marla, I just want to say, I love that because how many of us say things we want to take back or do things we want to take back because of the heat in the moment or whatnot. And to be able to take yourself out of that moment and sit down and be with yourself and journal about that, I think is really powerful. So I think that's great. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I, you know, I, I always feel inspired by different ways people are doing it. So just talking to both of you and learning how you do it in different conversations that I've had with lots of people, it's like, that's why we talk about this stuff, right? Because hopefully one of our listeners will also go, oh, I never thought of that. That's a great way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I had someone once say it to me, well, I don't journal because I don't want anyone else to, you know, I just... Uh, I'm not a good writer. And what if they read it? And I was like, <laughs> whoa, what? I like, I write in an ugly, cheap spiral bound notebook. And if it's something that I'm really processing, I'm just working through an emotion. I'm getting it out of my head. It's like scribbled. Like Dina said, there's not good <laughs> language in there. Maybe <laughs> if it's really a thing I had to work through on paper, then I will just rip it out and go shred it or, you know, burn the whole book when you're done. I don't know, but like it, you are not writing a memoir. I mean, yes, some people are, but you don't have to. I have good, oh. I have good journals too. And I will write things that inspire me or quotes or poems or things that I love that just bring me joy. And then I will sit down in my nice journal and write those in nice <laughs> ink versus the daily stuff that I'm doing is just like scribbles and, and not even complete sentences. Maybe it's just getting mm-hmm. thoughts out of my head. Like, processing this emotion and and what am I going to do with it I'm mad why am I mad and and I'm learning stuff about myself like 
what set that off? Why did that just create this intense emotion in me? Because as I work through it, as I write it out, I kind of keep pushing myself. Like, you know, why did that bother me? Mm-hmm. And write out a sentence. It's like, there's, there's that factor of like, I don't know, someone said once, like, ask yourself that question six times and you'll get to the, <laughs> you keep yes. digging, you just keep digging. And yeah, so it just, um, I, I learned stuff about myself that helped me then heal from it in a, in a way, because it's like, oh, okay, well, that's coming from something in my youth, or that is coming from something uh, a, a long time ago, whatever that may be. And, and now I can work through that because I never thought of it before. I, I didn't have that awareness until I was in it. I love that. And that's, and that's also the key self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I love that word or self-responsibility mm-hmm. as we said in, in another episode. Yes. Well, and, I, and I love that you both said you kind of start it in the morning or you do something at night and I guess I kind of am writing all day long in different ways. Again, mostly scribble notes or lists or things like that. But I do find it helps get it out of my head and preserve a little bit of energy for me because otherwise if it's like, oh, I don't want to forget to do that later or, oh, I got to remember to tell so-and-so that or don't forget that my daughter has to be here at five o'clock. It's like not the the fear of forgetting or the fear of dropping a ball as a parent, as a partner, as a, all the roles that we have in our lives, there's just mm-hmm. jobs and things. It's like, I don't want to drop a ball. So just writing it on paper just empowers me to step back and go, I got it. It's here. I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to lose track of it. I'm going to have it. And then I can let that go and and put my energy on what I need to get done instead of trying to manage all the lists in, in my head. I love that. I wow. love that it's kind of to a mix <laughs> of like your insights and your what you're journaling about to reflect on yourself, but then also some of these things that are getting in the way of that, <laughs> just get them out and get them down on paper. I think there's, there's so much power in that. What, a, what other personal values have, or not like that, but just what have we found valuable about journaling? Dina, what about you? I find it's it's a relief. It's a release of all these emotions. And when I do it in the morning, and because I let it all out and I let it go, I am calmer throughout the day. Mm. And if something starts to resurface that I let go of in the morning by journaling, I'm like, I'll look back at the journal. Oh, I and love look that. at what I wrote and, or every once in a while, like I could be sitting at my desk and I happen to have, I have a notebook that I write that has notes, messages, things to do. And if it's resurfaces, I'll just write a little bit more right then and there. Oh, and it's just that. a couple of words. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, how I'm feeling. It's nothing traumatic. It's nothing huge. It could be just a couple of words practically, mm-hmm. you know, or if I'm on the computer, I've noticed I keep a um, a document open and I just type it out every once in a while. That's something new that I've I've tried, you know, because right in the middle of what I'm doing, if something surfaces, it's just like, wait a minute, I don't want this here right now. I'm concentrating on this. Go away. And how it goes away is either I write it out or I just type a few words, you know. 
I love that, really- that it, it marks the awareness. It marks for you. Then if you notice it again, then you can, it just. Right. S- yeah. So once again, it's the, it's the resurfacing of certain things, trends, emotions, whatever it might be. And you're like, you said, you're self-aware of it now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've done, I've done that too on my computer and, and this is a little different take on journaling, if you will, but yeah. it when I was talking earlier about sometimes I'll write out how I wish I would have reacted with my um, son or daughter and, and next time I want to prepare or, you know, if that same request or complaint or whatever is happening in the moment, but I've also written out I've typed up letters on my computer for both my kids at different times where we had some sort of misunderstanding or Mm -hmm. argument or whatever might be the case or where they're upset with me because they disagreed. And I will write out a letter to, I'll type out a quick letter to them just explaining why I'm struggling with it and what my points are, because I do feel sometimes people can read that they can't hear it from you as a, as a, as a teenager. Oh, I a love that. I love That's a that. great idea. Just and what it, share, you know, in yeah. a different capacity. Well, Marla, it made me think about like one of the huge values I get out of the huge benefits I get out of journaling is just fostering meaningful conversation with myself mm-hmm. because I am I make it a priority to try to have meaningful conversation with others, but to take that inward is not as much of a priority for me often enough. And it's interesting because what you just made me think of is um, when you said some, sometimes they can't hear it, but they can read it. I remember an exercise I did a few years ago that was so powerful. And I, keep thinking I should do it again, but it was every day I journaled out a letter from God to me. So it was 30 days of what would God say to me right now in my context of my day or what's going on in my life. And it was so fascinating because he would never say something unloving. So, you know, regardless of your religion or your beliefs or whatever, this isn't about denomination or anything, but who your higher power or what you believe in, it wouldn't be unloving. So how do I have loving conversations with myself? It was just a fascinating exercise to, it ties back to my Q and a process where I just will ask myself a question and then I will try my best to lovingly answer it. Wow. That actually brings up a very good point about compassion and loving yourself. Cause that's one of the things that I learned through journey journaling is how to love myself. You know, when the situation occurs, like I mentioned earlier, and how am I going to respond to it? It's because I love myself. Mm-hmm. I am worthy of the respect, whether I have a disability or not, or a memory issue or not. It doesn't matter. It's things like that. Yes, I'm worthy of respect here. And that that I learned very quickly with journaling is how to love myself. I love that. And there's no right or wrong way to do this. None. 
And that's a great point. I think that. And we all just showed all the different ways that we do it. (laughs) Right. And there's a million more. And I will say that I used to not journal as much because I worked so hard to get it right. I felt like, okay, I need the correct structure or the correct journal or the correct pens and markers and maybe stickers and (laughs) So for me, it came back to making it pretty, making it presentable, making it nicely organized. And then I would get stuck. I'd even get paralyzed. So I wouldn't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I've learned to let go of that. And right. that, you know, it falls right in line with what you're saying about there's no right or wrong way. And they don't have to be pretty. They don't, the color oh. doesn't have to be perfect. The ink doesn't have to be perfect. If you right. don't have that right sticker, let it go. <laughs> It's like what you both say, like your healing is unique to you. Just your journey is unique mm-hmm. to you and your journal is also unique yes. to you. It is your experience and how you want what works for you. Right. And I love what you said earlier, Mal, about no one has to see it. You could rip it up. You could burn it. You could put it through the shredder. Who cares? <laughs> yes. As yes. long as to me, and this is, my personal opinion, the bottom line is it's how it makes you as the individual feel. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. And and I will end here with our, I mean, what we believe and what we say with journaling, it is an inside job. It is a unique individual personal job. Mm-hmm. And we healing is inside and out. And journaling helps facilitate that. 100%. Thanks for joining us, Marla. Thank you, Marla. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.